Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Butterfly Kisses, a journey of spiritual transformation. I am your host, Amy Gray Cunningham, and today we are joined by the founder and CEO of the Infinite Soul Solutions, Carrie Schmidt, who puts the soul in soul solutions by transforming lives personally and professionally. She is a dynamic and influential thought leader and motivational speaker. She has the ability to instantly captivate your heart, mind, and awaken your soul by empowering you to gain clarity on your purpose, overcoming limiting beliefs, and have the confidence to pursue your dreams. I want you to please help me welcome Miss Carrie Schmidt to our show today. Yay! Hi. Hi, Amy. Thanks for having me. I look forward to having this conversation. Yes. And by the way, everyone, she has a new book coming out that is launching here soon. And actually, it'll already be launched by the time you hear this episode. So it is called Behind the Screen, which teaches the seven life timeline system of transformation. And we're all about transformation here. So (laughs) tell us who is Carrie Schmidt and what are you all about? And what is your book about? Yep. So I am a life and business success coach. Um, author, speaker, and my vision is to reach, teach, and transform over 1 million lives globally by helping to raise human consciousness and mental health awareness. I share a lot of my own personal stories in behind the screen, which is really what's the screen? It's your lens of life. It's how you view yourself, how you view other people, how you think other people view you, how you view the outside environment. So basically your viewpoint creates your reality. And I think sometimes our viewpoints might be faulty. We may pick up conditioning at a young age that is worked into our subconscious program and therefore affects our lives through as we grow into adults and we're unconscious to that. And I want to educate people on the power of their minds, understanding what the subconscious programming is, how it may be negatively impacting your life and how you can overcome it and reprogram your mind. This thing in between your, in your head is a supercomputer. (laughs) It is a supercomputer and we just haven't figured out still in the year 2022, how to tap into the supercomputer in our head that runs our show. So I say in the book that, you know, people are asleep at the wheel of life. We're, we're lost, distracted, disillusioned, and we have lost sight as to what's really important. I went through a lot of different journeys in my lifetime. And I tell those stories in the book and I use my own life to teach the seven step life timeline system of transformation, which helps you identify your unconscious behavior patterns, self-sabotaging habits, and go back so that you can recall when you may have picked up that faulty program and overcome it, reprogram your mind and really resonate in the energy of which that you want to co-create in your reality. Do you think any of these faulty programs could have happened in, I'm going to throw a monkey wrench, maybe in this in past lives? I do. I do believe that. Yes. 
That's a very interesting. I believe in past lives as well. So that's why I was asking that question. How do you, how do you use the seven step process for that? I don't go into past life. <laughs> I stick with just this life because I, we got enough going on in this lifetime. Uh, so I don't, I don't go into past lives. I'll leave that to another expert. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. All right. All right. Can you give us some examples of, of how you use this in your life? Sure. I explain in the book, I went through a rough relationship as a teenager and uh, I was with someone for nine years. They cheated on me and a lot of these issues happened. I got my heart broken. I had to pull myself up off the ground a million times. I've been through a lot. And so I share that the real raw truth behind it. But what I did is I learned how to build walls around my heart. I got my heart broken so much that I stopped caring. I literally taught myself to stop feeling and stop caring. And I went down a not so good path with drugs and alcohol abuse and just being kind of stuck in a hole of just darkness. And so those walls that you build around your heart become a defense mechanism. That's basically what they are. They're protecting you from getting hurt again. But we don't realize as we grow up that we continue to carry that unprocessed energy. We continue to have that defense mechanism play out in our lives, oftentimes unconsciously. And so I have been a single mother. My son is 15 years old. I've raised him on my own. And I really devoted my life to my son and my career after my moment of awakening, which I share in the book as well. And so I found a way to push men away more. So it was like, if there's a red flag or if in any way, shape or form, you're going to hurt me, I'm going to cut you out. Just lose my phone number. That was my tagline <laughs> that I said to so many people lose my phone number. Don't call me anymore. Don't talk to me. I you're out. Boom. You screwed up by my wall is really, really um, thick. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> the mortar has like just it's there's cracks and all cut with it's 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 anyway. So that was an unconscious behavior pattern of mine. But then I started to kind of go internally and say, okay, how am I contributing to this situation? You know, I don't want to be single for the rest of my life. I'd love to find a good man, um, someone that can be there for my son and have a family. I'm tired of being alone. I write about having a broken heart, a broken home, being a misfit, all of these things that most people wouldn't share with their best friend. I share to the world. <laughs> oh, God, have mercy, please. What's pray that? for me. But here's the deal. The reason why I do that is I think that so many people struggle behind the screen. They struggle with these feelings of inadequacy, self-doubt, walls, shame, regret, depression, anxiety. There's just so much that people struggle with internally and they don't share and they don't talk about it because it's judged. You're criticized. And um, I'm the type of person where I say, you know, don't judge someone until you walk a day in their shoes. Who are you to judge anyone else? And we need to stop the judgment. So I let down my walls and share my truth so I can help other people see that they're not so different. And we all really are connected. We all really want one thing and that's love. We want to feel loved. We want to feel accepted. 
Um, so to answer your original question about the unconscious behavior programs, I was pushing people away until I realized that I was contributing to the problem. So I went inward and I really did a lot of self-reflection and I started to love myself and just radiate energy of, I was happy in my own skin. And for some people, it takes a lot of work to do that, especially if you've been through trauma. And so I worked on myself. And when I was finally at this just point of, I said, okay, I feel good. This is good. I am open to the portal of opportunity of love. And I met my soulmate soon thereafter, just out of nowhere. And so I do believe the universe works in infinitely expanding ways. And so when you learn how to work with universal laws, which I teach in the book, and that's part of the seven step system of transformation, you can really um, navigate through your reality much more strategically. Mm -hmm. So mental health crisis. Yes. Using, I mean, mental health right now actually is like a hot topic with everything that's going on in the world. And depression, anxiety, it's so prevalent. And so racism, I mean, just everything that's going on. And you, and you talk about stop the judgment, wanting to feel accepted, wanting to feel the love, you know, how can we look at someone who's going through a mental health crisis, who does something extremely terrible, like shooting up a school full of children and find compassion. I think that what we need to realize is that our mental health, your mental health affects everybody. It, I mean, the, the thoughts that go on in your mind create chemical signals that signal into your body feelings, your thoughts and feelings are what you use to navigate this reality. Okay. And I think that we need to be talking about mental health. I'm a mental health advocate. We need to stop looking at it as an illness or a disorder, but literally we all have a mental state of being. And if your mental state of being is not healthy, there's a lot of danger in that for yourself and for others. I can't speak to anyone who chose to take that path. It's terrible. And that's why I think that we need to let down our walls and start talking about and really get to the root of the problem. The root of the problem is in your childhood conditioning. Okay. Mm -hmm. From zero until seven years old, your brain is in a theta brainwave frequency, which basically is a download. It means that you're downloading everything that you see, hear, pick up, interact with. Your experiences are shaping your own reality and your subconscious programming. But take it from seven until 18 years old. It's still the same thing. So everything that you're exposed to, you're picking up. Well, obviously there's a lot of unstable environments out there. There's a lot of people struggling and it comes from faulty programs being passed down from generation to generation. You have parents who are drug addicts or, you know, have their own issues. And then they just pass that on to the kids and the kids grow up trying to find a way out. You know, they took uh, religion out of schools and I, I don't, 
get down with, um, I believe that there's a higher power and there's one source we all came from. We're all connected. We're not separate. I don't care what color skin you are. I don't care what border there is. I don't care what wall there is. We are all here and we need to find a way to bridge the gap and the separation, the racism, the hate, the judgment, the criticism, all of that, we need to let it go. And so if I can be a voice, a sounding voice in the community to share my story and show other people that you can overcome tragedy, you can overcome all of these different struggles. I don't know. That doesn't really answer the question. It's a, it's a tough conversation. I was just at NAMI this morning talking with the executive director because I want to, I want to reach and teach more people however way I can. What do you think the answer is? I mean, I know we have to start a conversation. There has to be a conversation that started somewhere. And actually a lot of people are, I know, my friends and family have been talking about it. And a lot of people feel very powerless over what's going on. And, and that's the one thing that I don't feel is I don't feel powerless because I know that there's a conversation that needs to be started. And it starts with just taking a stand and saying, you know, no more, right. no more. let's have this conversation and let's start it with, and you're right. We're all one. I'll say emotional intelligence, we should teach our children. Yeah. And maybe it starts in elementary school and, and goes into middle school, but mm. we need to be teaching our children the power of their mind. Okay. And mm. what those thoughts mean, how to process the feelings they feel. I mean, everything is energy and emotions are energy and motion or they can become stuck energy that sticks mm -hmm. with you in your energy body. And mm -hmm. so I think these are kind of the conversations we need to have to educate humanity on the power of your mind and body connection. They should teach meditation in schools. They should teach emotional intelligence and have those difficult conversations at younger ages so that kids can understand the impact. It's sad. It's really, really sad that kids have to go to school nowadays and have to worry about a shooter coming in and doing drills to hide from that type of situation. Bullying. I mean, there's just so much that our kids are going through and they're exposed to so much now with social media. I mean, they learn more on YouTube than they do at school. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's this, these are facts and we're living in a new age. So we have to do something different. Mm -hmm. I really think that this is everything happens. I feel for a reason. And I think that it happens for our benefit in one way or another. And some people think that I'm crazy for saying that because how can kids being shot happen for our benefit? And I say that with compassion as well. Because I think that it, you know, it's a wake up call to, to, to help us look at how do we change and right. how do we change? And we change by saying enough. We change by talking about it. We change exactly. by having these conversations. We change by um, empowering people to rise up and speak up, you know, and mm -hmm. 
a lot of people are scared. I mean, you, if you go to any conference and you ask a question, who's going to raise their hand with an answer? Not very many people, because most people are afraid to bring attention to themselves Mm -hmm. because of fear. What, right. What if I get judged? Oh, what if I say the wrong thing? And unfortunately that's sad because today everybody's worried about saying the wrong thing or pissing someone else off. And you're right. I always say it takes death, disease, or divorce, the three D's to give us the wake up call in life. And that is the catalyst for change. And if you understand energy, you need a catalyst introduced to (laughs) shift um, Mm -hmm. energy. So it's the same thing with us. We just have to figure out how to navigate these invisible forces on a physical plane. And the invisible forces are our thoughts and feelings. And that is our state of being. And if you're not in balance, just like nature, right? Mm-hmm. We need to be in balance. We need to be in harmony. We're totally not. I mean, energetically on the planet, we're not. And so I believe that we are in a consciousness revolution where it's where it is going to take raising the level of human consciousness to really shift uh, the evil forces on the planet. And it's true. Like Mm -hmm. they say, they say you got the devil on one side and your guardian angel on the other. Okay. (laughs) I can take it another step further. You have the ego on one side and spirit on the other. So, or you could say I have love and fear, right? So I'm either going to feed into my fear and, or I can feed into love and the spiritual side. So it's a choice that you have to make. However, Some people are in such a dark place that they don't see the light. Mm -hmm. And of course, in miracles says that you can't, um, you can't bring light to darkness. You have to bring darkness to the light. So how do we, how do we do that? And that's exactly what we're doing, I think. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because one of the things that I keep thinking about as this day has been progressing and this week has been progressing is Rosa Parks. You know, she was one woman who sat on a bus and said, I'm not moving. I'm done. I am not moving. And she took a stand and that stand led to a revolution that changed. It was the catalyst that changed so many, you know, and she probably didn't wake up that morning saying, you know what, (laughs) I'm going to start a revolution and my name's going to go down in history. She probably never thought that that's what was going to happen. And it's going to take, I think somebody. I'm ready to lead the revolution. Yay. (laughs) I volunteer as a leader. Gary Smith. (laughs) Yes. I'm putting you down. Okay. (laughs) I mean, that's really why I wrote this book and the book behind the screen. It talks about so much more than just me. I mean, it talks about our systems that are failing, our educational systems failing, healthcare system, financial system, like our systems are failing. And the world that we once knew isn't the same. So it's going to take a new vision, a new perspective, more education, more empowerment, more inspiration, you know, bring the darkness to the light and it takes other people, you know, voices, Mm. somebody that says, Hey, you know, I was, my son is 15. He showed me a TikTok video yesterday and he was trying to give me some ideas. I haven't done TikTok yet, (laughs) (laughs) but 
I guess I'm going to have to jump on that gravy train or whatever. So he showed me a TikTok video of a guy who was walking up to people and saying, Hey, I'm having a, a bad mental health day. Can you sit and talk to me? And he's videotaping it. So you see the, a guy walk by with this kid and looked at him like he was crazy and ignored him. And my son was like, Ooh, I don't like that guy. <laughs> and then it showed another guy who said, yeah, sure, man, let's sit down and talk. You know, mental health affects us all. And sometimes we have a bad day and he talked to the gentleman and and it, it, it's inspiring to see that. It's inspiring to see people that are willing to stop our busy lives. Our, our, we're so busy. We're so distracted that we don't pay attention to anyone anymore. The virus put a mask over our face. So we lost connection for two years. I mean, we've just been through so much as people mm -hmm. who, and we're habitual people. So it, we have to step out of our comfort zone to do something different. And we were all forced out. You know, the virus, I say, was our catalyst to change. It was invisible, invisible and affected every single person, no matter what color skin you had, how old you were, where you lived on the planet. And it almost united us all. But at the same time, it divided us. And mm -hmm. so, gosh, come on. We've been fighting this since the beginning of time. And you're right. It's just it's taking people to take a stand and say, we need change. Let's, let's bridge the gap. How can we unite together and make this world a better place? You're right. And you know, another um, really hot topic out there, and I'm going to bring this up and probably stir up a lot of controversy here with this topic, but, um, and, and it's one that everybody is either you're on one side or the other. And I have not heard of anybody that's in the middle you know, the uh, Roe versus Wade. And a lot of people that I've talked to, you know, like I said, they're on one, one side or the other. And for me, I look at it and I'm like, you know what? It is going to be in one of those other catalysts that are going to wake people up. I really think it's going to drive the consciousness um, to awaken to what is, because everybody, uh, as you say, you know, we have the screen, our screen of our lives are, we believe what we believe mm -hmm. and we are very adamant about what we believe, whether we're this or whether we're that. And our lives are dictated by what we believe yep. and we can't see past what we believe and we're right. Whatever it is we believe, we're right. Mm -hmm. And we don't have compassion or we can't listen to any other side. And it's mm -hmm. so hard to get past that. You're right. Do you have any suggestions or what, what is? Well, again, I like to say that sometimes we need to clean the screen, right? So the screen might be foggy or it might be dirty. And you need to go into your subconscious memory banks and you need to see how you can flip your perspective, but also not just flip your perspective of past situations, but flip your perspective of current situations and think about other people and what they're going through because we're so blinded. We, we walk around with our blinders on because I've never been introduced to something like that. I don't understand it. However, I believe that we are here, we are spiritual beings having a human experience, and we're here spiritually to evolve. And 
it takes different seasons Mm -hmm. that have a reason to teach us what we need to uh, spiritually evolve through or process through, um, whether it's in this lifetime or the next. But again, we are infinite beings. I don't think that we die. Our spirit lives on. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just because this body is gone doesn't mean that your spirit is gone. It's always there. And that's where we all lose sight of that. You know, we, we, we're so stuck in this physical dense reality (laughs) that we can't see other dimensions of life, but they're out there. Yeah. (laughs) And some people have the gift to be able to tap into those other dimensions. But I also believe that it's, we're, we're learning how to access other dimensions, you know, different types of meditation can take you there. Dr. Joe Dispenza and his team are doing profound studies on meditation and healing. So unfortunately, some people are stuck in their ways and it, it will takes, it will take a catalyst to get them to see differently. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's going to ever be a solution in that aspect. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if there's going to be everyone's right. Everyone's wrong. I don't know what the right or wrong answer is there. And I'm not even suggesting that we figure that out, but it's just so interesting to me that everyone's life is affected by it in one way or another. And everyone has a personal reaction to it. And it's very interesting for me to listen to those reactions and to hear their side. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to come down to love. Everything is about love. Everything, love. It's either love or fear. A Course in Mm -hmm. Miracles is such a powerful book that I have been reading for years. And and Mm -hmm. when you start to look at it from a different perspective, you know, it's all about your perspective. And that's what the screen is. It's your perspective. And sometimes you have to shift it. Sometimes you have to take a different approach. Yes. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with that approach and where we go with that. And I'm hoping that it will help wake up the consciousness and wake up the the collective. Well, we have a lot of waking up to do. I I do believe that talking about wake up calls, what was your wake up call to write the book and what was your catalyst for writing this book? Yeah. So my wake up call in life was my son's birth up until my son's birth. I was not on the most positive path in life. And when I had my son, it was like a huge light bulb came on and I just realized it, it, it changed my world. The the instant I held him in my arms, it changed my complete world. I call him my angel baby. My second wake up call in life was the death of my father. He had pneumonia and got life flighted to a hospital in Pittsburgh, actually the father's day. Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, he was 60 years old. This was about eight years ago and he passed away within a few days. It was a terrible experience and it just shook my world. And when they took him off of life support, when I got up off the hospital floor, I just, again, I had the wake up call and I saw life differently. And it was like, you just realized how short life is. 
and how precious this gift is. And we take it for granted. You know, we walk around like tomorrow's promised to all of us and tomorrow isn't promised. And you don't realize that until you have something taken away and you see how precious it is. And that's when that was my wake up call to start making changes in my life and really take the bull by the horns and start following my dreams and my soul's purpose. And I like to teach people how to connect to their power, passion, and purpose, but really do it and live it. You know, we're not Mm -hmm. meant to live life distressed, stressed, unhappy, unfulfilled in misery. We can live a joyful, amazing life, but some people need help figuring out what that is. And they need help getting to the light and seeing that the power inside of you is greater than anything else. And that is, um, that's infinite. You, you say that your son was your wake up call. Mine was as well. So I have, yeah. Awesome. And I remember holding him in my arms and I'm looking, I was looking at him. I'm like, what do I do with this thing? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know how to change a diaper. I had never really. <laughs> I just kind of looked at him and I was like, okay, if you'll just bear with me, then, you know. Well, and I think, I think life is so precious and what you know, people, we all need to wake up to is the power of now, this moment right here, this instant divine gift. It's right now. Time is an illusion. It's a series of present moments, right? And so when you raise your level of consciousness or awareness to the power of now, in this moment, I can notice my way of thinking. Mm -hmm. I can notice how my thoughts are creating feelings in my body. I can learn strategies to effectively manage my state of being. There are so many tools that people can learn how to positively affect their mental health. And I think that's what, what we need to shine light on. There's a reason why the present present is called the present, the present. It's a gift of life. This is it. This is the gift right here. (laughs) Amen. Thank you. Thank you. I'm grateful. (laughs) I'm grateful for another day to speak and breathe and walk and see and feel and hear and everything grateful. That is amazing. I'm so excited for you, Carrie. That is, you've come a long way. This is what butterfly kisses is all about is the transformational process and you. you have awakened and transformed. And it's so exciting to, for me to see this. And to witness it's, it's been a, it's been a crazy tough journey and I, I just know it's my calling. I just, I'm, I'm a revolutionary type of person. I will not go the way that I don't believe is the right way. Um, in management I've in corporate America, I shifted cultures because it wasn't the right way. So let's do it. Let's empower our people. Let's, you know, build from the ground up teams that like each other and empower each other. And just, so I'm ready to lead the re- the next revolution. Call on me. <laughs> I'm following you. I'm, I'm right there. I'm right there with you. You let me know where, and I'm, I'm there. Awesome. So what, what is like one or two steps that someone can take if they are, they know they're tired of living the way they're living. Yep. They don't want to live this way anymore. They want to change. They just don't know how, what okay. is something that they can do? 
Well, you can go to Amazon and buy my book behind the screen. <laughs> that, oh, definitely. And I'm going to have a because link in the show notes for that. Yes. That is available. Um, but the first thing you can do, there's a lot of things you can do. Here's the thing. You can listen to a podcast. You can read a book. The Power of Intention by Dr. Wayne Dyer was one of the best books I read I that book. a yeah. long time ago. And I've listened to, I'm an audible listener. So I also listened to it and I've reread it. I gift it to friends. Seek out help. There's, I'm a life coach, you know, there's coaches out there, there's counselors, there's therapists, there's support groups, ask for help. It doesn't mean that it's a sign of weakness. It's just seeking out a solution. There are infinite solutions when you approach it with the right level of thinking, the right mindset. And so if you're unhappy, the first step of my seven step system is to tag it. So why tag it? identify what is causing that unhappiness. What is your longing for more or what is the discontent that you currently feel in your life and kind of go deep into that. Why do you feel that way? Um, and so that step one is to tag it. Step two is to go back and remember when you picked up the subconscious programming of, but that's more of your unconscious tendencies. Um, and I'd take you through a system of transformation, but just become aware of what's really, you know, on your heart, on your mind and seek out support in whatever shape or form there is. Those are great tools. How can people find you? Where can they find you at? Yeah. So you can, um, my website is carrie-schmidt.com. C-A-R-R-I-E-S-C-H-M-I-D-T. Right there um, on there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Facebook at coach Carrie Schmidt, Instagram at care bear Schmidt. And, uh, you can find my book on Amazon. Um, the cool thing is within the book, I give a lifetime line journal. So you, it's a journal that you can reflect through each chapter. Cause I talk about a lot of stuff in the book, but then I also teach the system of transformation that you can track your journey through. After the book, I offer a complimentary 12-week coaching program to master your mindset, heal your soul. So I take you deeper on an individual level into your subconscious programming, and we really dive deep into what are some of the struggles that you faced and how you can overcome those to master your mindset and heal your soul and really develop a strategic roadmap to get from where you are to where you want to be. And that's my passion. It, it just fills my heart and soul to help people. Well, Carrie, one other thing that I wanted to ask you is, and it's one thing that I ask all of the guests is if you had an opportunity to sit and talk with somebody for an hour, whether that person be on this side of the veil or the other side of the veil, who would that be? And what would you sit and talk about? My dream is to be interviewed by Oprah Winfrey. So yes. I will be sitting with Oprah Winfrey in her Maui garden when she interviews me. And I would just love to talk to Oprah about consciousness and spiritual transformation and our journeys through this life timeline and how we can overcome our own state of being and transform our lives. I love it. I'm going to be there to watch you. Awesome. Yay. Oprah, are you listening? <laughs> Gotta have Carrie on. She's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I tell my clients to say, I can, I will, I am. 
and mm-hmm. you replace whatever it is you want. So I can be interviewed by Oprah Winfrey. I will be interviewed by Oprah Winfrey and I am going to be interviewed by Oprah Winfrey. And so you will see it. I promise it's going to happen. Yep. I believe it. I definitely believe it. Yeah. Well, Carrie, thank you for being on today and for sharing your, your wisdom with us in your book. And I can't wait to read it. And I really appreciate you being you and putting yourself out there and sharing your story with us. You are definitely a light in the dark. Oh, thank you so much, Amy. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Butterfly Kisses, a journey of spiritual transformation. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe by hitting the subscribe button. This way you won't miss it when a new episode is released. Also, if you're interested in learning more about Akashic Record readings, you can schedule a free 15-minute consultation with me by visiting my website at amygraycunningham.com. Again, thank you. And remember, always spread your gorgeous wings, my friend, and fly. Until next time, see ya.